Welcome to The Power Move with Miranda Cassidy. For today's topic, I really wanted to talk about scam. The college bribery scandal that has been a hot topic recently, and I really wanted to address it before it comes a thing of the past. So being in college, this really hit home for me. Um, I began reading up on it while it was happening, kind of look into like why it was happening. But then I realized I didn't really have to look into why. I knew why. The way our college and even high school system is set up is to have the best and the brightest competing for one, sco- one spot out of school. Because, you know, God forbid we have more than one amazing person from each high school be accepted into a school. Now, if you haven't applied for college, that may sound foreign to you, but I promise it's the system. But don't get me wrong. I think competition is great, especially when it comes to grades and acceptance. It, you know, pushes people uh, to really work hard and who really want to work hard actually pursue that. But it can also make those who feel like they have done all they can do feel like shit when they don't get into the Ivy League that they wanted to go to. I think our system's a little broken when it comes to that. Um, However, a real quick note to the student who wasn't able to get into the school that they had their heart set on since, you know, seventh grade. It's okay. I promise. You're going to end up where you're supposed to be at. And it may sound like hard work now or it may sound like it's terrible situation that you're in, but it may totally work out to be this amazing scenario for you. You may not get to the school you wanted to right away, but you can always transfer if that's the case, or you can find your home right in the school that you actually got into. But to the kids whose parents had to buy them in, I hope you can walk on your own two feet when mommy stops holding your hand. There hasn't been much coverage on how this is affecting the actual kids in college. We don't know if the kids fully knew their parents were doing this, but I do know that if I ended up on a college, I don't know, tennis team and never really played tennis in my life, I'd be a bit concerned. On the other end of things, if a parent had paid for their kid's SAT score, which in this case had happened, um, the student doesn't really have a great way of finding out if their parent actually did this, since parents kind of send it straight to the school afterwards or pay the proctor to fix their scores and go through like the right answers and mark them on their test. So in that case, I could understand if the child didn't really know what was going on. Um, Before we drive into the charges that have been brought up and who was in charge or who was being charged, I think it's important to actually understand the college admissions process a little bit more. Uh, And the fact that college admissions has been a hot topic in the past few years. So let's get started talking about the Harvard scandal that kind of started in 2014, but has been brought up again in 2018 and 2017. So Asian Americans have been in a large dispute with Harvard really since 2014. But, you know, it came mostly to light in this past year and a half, two years. This case has been quite the opposite of what's going on now, but I want to go over some like highlights and differences of the two different scenarios. So basically at Harvard, Asian Americans felt as if the school was systematically denying people of their cultural group and penalizing them for, quote, high achievement as a group, end quote. Um, And this basically they felt was opening up more spots for other racial minority groups and was really negatively impacting the Asian American culture and uh, members of the Asian American group. So Harvard, of course, fought back and said that wasn't true and that they were seeking diversity um, and to keep up with the rigor of each entering class. So it wasn't a, um, they didn't come up with like a new argument. They keep basically saying the exact same thing. Um, But clearly that scenario is a little bit different than what we're seeing in the media today. 
today we're seeing more of kids who didn't have any athletic ability or fake their SAT scores to get into the schools that they wanted. And I think this sort of perfectly highlights how college is seen in our society. Um, it's seen that an elite school is the only way to get ahead in life, which even if this being as blatantly false that it is, as it is, it's a fact that people have been again and again upset and frankly pissed off with the admissions processes of universities and colleges. I mean, look back to 2016. There was a notorious case that happened with University of Texas at Austin where a white applicant was denied admission, admissions, um, which she claims was because of her race. This went all the way up to the Supreme Court and they voted four to three saying that it, it is constitutional to look at race as a deciding factor in college admissions. So not only did this clearly not get the girl into the school that she wanted, but it's really showing how much our college admissions process isn't even focused on, you know, the academic rigor that you had in high school or, you know, your SAT score anymore because there's so many more factors that go into it. And I think it sort of highlights those factors that go into it, one of them being race. But I understand that the college admissions process is not a science. And I'm not going to sit here today and say that the admissions offices, you know, they have the easiest jobs in the world. But in reality, they probably have one of the hardest. They have the fate of thousands of kids in America lie in their hands. And however, it doesn't excuse any kind of behavior that has happened in the past, especially regarding denying or accepting people because of the unchangeable characteristics that they have. Um, but now that we have a little bit more info on what the college admissions looks like and the discrepancies um, that have happened in the past, I think it's time to now talk about the most recent scandal, you know, the one with the celebrities. So let's start with Rick Singer. He was uh, the one that celebrities and other upper-class women um, and parents, not just women, um, would pay to fix the probability, basically, of their student or child getting into a school. He would fix anything from a student fucking up on the SATs to completely fabricating athletic abilities. Um, he did both of the SAT fabrication and the bribing of coaches as well. Um, so he, kinda, he was kind of the main... Um, person to really delegate the bribes as well as um, who they went to. So if it was coaches or if it was SAT proctors or whoever it may have been. Um, he even had his own website that he had created. Um, it's actually pretty hilarious. If, you, if it's still up, you should definitely go check it out. His name is Rick Singer. Um, but he had this website, you know, showing parents like advertising basically that he has a high chance of getting your child into the school that they want. I mean, never completely outlining like what he did, but let's be real. Have mercy. <laughs> um, if you don't know, one of the main people from Full House have been, has been accused of doing this exact same thing. Uh, she's out on bail right now. And so that is also part of it too. But I mean, we have some huge names on this list who have been convicted. But I mean... It's not just Rick Singer's fault. I mean, yes, he royally messed up. Don't get me wrong. But if there weren't clients to cater to, then he wouldn't have had to really come up with this idea of doing this. And so I think the biggest question that we need to ask ourselves is, 
even with these people being convicted, even with people going to jail, even with, you know, the charges happening, is it really going to change anything? And I, I think it's pretty clear that this isn't a new topic. I think that everyone who has applied to college, is currently in college, or has ever been to college, knew someone who at the bare minimum joked about paying their way into school or wish they had paid their way into school. And so I think it's the reality of our college system now is that you sort of have this notion in your the back of your head that, you know, if I had enough money, oh, I could do this or I could have gotten into this school or maybe if my dad would have donated this instead, then I would have been able to have a better scholarship or whatever it may be. I think it's the reality of most college students' um, lives. But back to Harvard again, if a Forbes article published back in 2018 talked about the um, the edge that students got when applying for Harvard, um, if they had family connections to the university. Now, this is another way that basically a college scams were happening and still happen. I mean, to this very day, people know, it's just a fact that people know if you had family members who went to the school, your chances of getting in are better. Or if you know someone who donates to the school, your chances are getting in better. But um, the article goes on to say that there's a difference in the kinds of boosts, um, those edges, that you get in the admissions process depending on how connected your family is. So they were talking about how there's a difference between your grandfather being just like an alumni at a school, and in particular, we're talking about Harvard, um, and if your grandfather donated a library and named it after him and supplied all of the technology that's inside, like those are two very different circumstances for which someone would have an advantage in getting into Harvard. Um, and so clearly, I mean, to, to the commoner, that makes sense, but it's even more you can even not understand it because I don't want to condone it, but you can see it happening more and it's more prevalent. I mean, especially at a school that I go to, which a lot of kids are in really good spots with their family to kind of provide that financial security. But also you kind of question sometimes, I mean, it's a running joke on my campus that, you know, half of the people here only got here because their father went here and their father's fathers went here and their father's father's fathers went here. But also, do you know how many family names are on my campus? Probably six. And those six families continue to show up in, you know, each entering class. And so I just think that's another way that it kind of highlights the, the discrepancies that go on in the admissions uh, process. But another way that this has been going on forever is basically the money that parents pay for tutors, for prep classes, for private high school education, and hire, you know, they hire elite coaches to train their kids. Um, Because in reality, your kid is going to need to be prepared for the school that they are about to get into because of you. Now, I'm not saying this as that the parents who provide for their kids are bad for doing that. I don't mean that in any way. But I think it highlights a little bit more the advantages and disadvantages students have going into the college process. So I I just wanted to quickly address the fact that 
this world will always be unfair. And honestly, like, that's just a fact of life. But if I ever become a parent, I would obviously want to provide the best future for my kid, right? Like that's what parents do. That's what parents want. And maybe I will hire the best tutors and, you know, send them to the top ranking K through 12 schooling that they could possibly have. But there's a line that happens and parents should not cross it. You can't expect your kid to be honest, hardworking, and a contributing member of society if you hand them everything, I mean everything, including their acceptance letter. How can a child be proud and happy about where they're at in college or, you know, how hard they work to get there if they know their parent just, you know, handed a couple thousand dollars over to some guy named Rick and kind of just got you into the college that you wanted to get into. Um, I mean, obviously be the best parent you can be, but show them what integrity means and help them find those great opportunities. But the worst thing a person can do is spoon feed their child into thinking that they're owed their Ivy League education that you want them to have. Um, Basically, when it comes down to it, college is something that there should be an equal fighting chance for every kid who meets the criteria that the school is looking for. Now, I understand that college costs money. And so those who tend to sort of have a little bit more money do go to college more. Um, But there are equal opportunities out there for any kid who wants to go into college. But I think, you know, really hammering down on these scams and putting away the people who illegally do this um, is going to prevent that and is going to increase the integrity that goes on within our college system. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for listening today and always leave comments and, you know, go through my anchor page to ask questions if you have any, but that was today's topic on the college scams.